Hello. Annyeong. Welcome to Content and Chill. You know, the podcast of ever-evolving media and entertainment. Hey. Yeah. With the intro? You know it. We try to be consistent, but... I mean, apart from it, it's also like lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Because at the end of the day. We're just a couple of best friends who decided to do a podcast. That's all you have to say. Yeah. And we just happen to love watching pretty much anything. Yeah. It could any be. kind of content out there. But also, we just like to hash out the shit. Yeah. Talk about things that have to do with our own lives on the day to day making it personal yeah personal that everyone could kind of relate to exactly today we do talk about streaming content what we're watching what we're looking forward to watching but we also kind of bring it to that personal level we're going inside yes we're going into the topic of feminine energy Feminine energy. Who divine. is she? What does that mean? Divine feminine energy. Is that even applicable to me? Yes, it is because you might not know this, but feminine energy is in everyone. It's not just a girl thing, but you would be surprised of what it actually is. Yeah, definitely. Because I will say you saw me, especially when I go to work. <laughs> You would not look at me and be like, she's feminine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I don't know. I just, I really did not realize how much feminine energy was in the driver's seat for me. But I really do operate from a... Yeah. A very high feminine energy. Wow. Look at me go. But... But it's also, at least for that, I can say, I mean, it's comfort where we dress comfy to go to work. It's fashion sweetheart look it up it's <laughs> called streetwear yeah streetwear have you ever heard of it <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about that and um, oh and little little saint little baby saints we talk about our sweet angel baby and the scary little moment we had oh my god yes it's um, so exciting so just just go ahead and listen we know you love to listen to podcasts and you know we're here to offer the content Period. Hello. Hey. How are you? So full right now. So, uh, yeah. I don't know why I'm full too. I feel like it's that twin flame energy because I don't know why my tummy also hurts. Twin energy. Literally twin energy. All the time, actually. My pussy hurts. Does your <laughs> pussy hurt? No, actually. Okay. She feels really good right now. Well, I did get a Brazilian today. I had to make sure she was cleaned all the way up, snatched for our rave this weekend. Because oh, you know right. the ass is going to be out. And if the ass is out, then, you know, other stuff might come out. And you just, you yeah. cannot be caught slipping. Yeah, you can. She got to be trim. She got to be clean. Clean. But, oh, my God. Any girl who has ever had... Anyone who's ever had a Brazilian period, there is always a more sensitive area. And when I tell you that she ripped it and my whole body like, I like flew and I curled up in a fetal position and my foot cramped up because it was such an intense reaction. (laughs) She was, they try to apply pressure to help with the pain and I just like, I just curled up around her hand. She's yeah. like, yeah, that was a lot of hair. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, whining. But, you know, worth it. Worth it, worth it, worth it. There is no better feeling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like you're 
pretty brave. I don't think I would ever get a Brazilian, but actually I was talking to someone earlier about this, which is totally left field, but with a taint piercing, how would that go? Do you think like you lay on your back, missionary position? You're I like, don't lay on your back. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then you bring your knees up to your chest. Cause when they do the butt <laughs> strip for Brazilians, yeah, I know. you bring the knees up. But, so, but you know what, but that would be, make the skin really taut. I want We've had enough piercings to know that they will grab it with those tongs. Yeah. And they will pull. They are not gentle. They're yeah. like, we are going to make sure we're going to get so the exact It makes spot. me think, like, missionary, are you on your side? Does he, like, use the tongs when you're on your side? Like, uh, how would just be so, like, okay, stick it in, you know? <laughs> stick it in. <laughs> the piercing. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would have to specify yeah. in that particular situation. I'm ready. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah, obviously. I feel like I would be so self-conscious. Like I would definitely like have to shower before then. Oh my be, god, uh, yeah. yeah I'm always self-conscious. And I know she looks at that all day. And it's so weird to just look at her while she's talking to me and she's just looking straight at my labia right she's not yeah. even looking at me talking to me she's just looking down at, she's like examining trying to figure out what she wants to do next <laughs> and i'm like tanya look at me look at me in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd imagine that's pretty intimate but you it's, know kudos to you thank you thank you but yes we're gonna go to a rave this weekend we're Inzo. gonna go see inzo inzo don't know if you've heard them but definitely worth checking out. They have this one song called Overthinker. Mm -hmm. And the first night we heard that, our minds were like, Oh my God, yes. Blown. Because it was like, at least for me, the first time I had ever done Molly. And like, I was just in my feelings. Like the high of that emotion were like, was just skyrocketing. It was so beautiful. The sounds, the music, the visuals. Yes. And to paint a picture of what that experience is like, the song Overthinker is his number one played song. And the beginning starts with a recording of Alan Watts. Remember that now. Um, he's a philosopher and he had recordings on. You can uh, find them like on Spotify too. Yes. And it's very, very retro, but despite it being so old, because I believe it was like early 1917 or something that he made these recordings, it is still very relevant information that resonates with you. Like what he says resonates with you under the influence or not. Yes, for sure. I yeah. mean, it's a way of living, basically. So we're going to go do that. It's going to be so much fun because at this point in my life, personally, I just like look forward to the to the moments, the events where I get to just let loose, feel the music, yeah. move my body. And I guess it does tie into our topic today about like femininity, sensuality, sexuality, yes. um, a little bit different than just talking about streaming content. We will continue to talk about that as well. But um, today we did want to focus on that because something that I feel like me and Saint find ourselves talking about a lot is like just our experiences emotionally mm, emotionally yeah and I mean I know like at least for femininity you know they say like logic is like a masculine trait and then emotion and experience like is more of a feminine trait I mean I feel like those labels quote-unquote do make it a little bit like confusing because I feel like 
a whole individual can be both you know i feel like the labeling for me sometimes like because when we when i first heard you talk about divine femininity i guess i meant i thought you meant like you know being more feminine or like what that really meant until like i also heard more about it and realized what it really was you know yeah because i feel like we don't really know and especially in this day and age day and age was like with the whole topic of gender and the way that everyone identifies themselves it can almost feel like so convoluted so nuanced that you just kind of like you hear these words and you're just kind of like okay well it doesn't pertain to me or I'm not worried about that so I'm gonna go ahead and move on but this is actually super applicable to like everybody and it does come off very woo-woo I'm somebody who is like I went very woo-woo in the past I find myself kind of in this middle ground. I don't know what the other end of the spectrum is other than just like scientific because I really love science. I really love psychology. I love like yeah. knowing the the things that are more factual, but I feel like I'm in a good middle ground of that. And when I say that this is, it sounds woo-woo, but it's definitely pertainable what? to everybody. What is woo-woo? Woo-woo is like very, very spiritual. Like you would say that... Um, Joe Dispenza? Thank you. Joe Dispenza, his stuff is considered very woo-woo, right? Because while it, it, he laces it with science and physics, quantum physics and whatnot, yeah, it's still very much, well, you depend on your mind. Yeah. to change these things and yeah. then people like will hear that and be like oh, okay crazy person yeah crazy no but it's true i mean i feel like i'm the opposite then because i mean obviously you know don't get me wrong i believe in science and whatnot but i do believe mind over everything else like because mm-hmm. internal... it's a lot yeah yeah but it also pertains like to a lot of different things yeah but i've also heard like you know i mean if you think about it, if you really sit down and think about just anything, everything is just made up. Everything is just made up that we made up to like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everything is just time's an illusion. Time's not even real. Like, I mean, we created the aspect of time to keep track of days, etc. Right. But like, I mean, it's not necessarily an actual thing. Like, you know. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like the only time that really exists is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, just things like that, like state borders, not like there's like an actual line that divides the states, like, or territories, like, they're just, just land, you know? Do you remember the first time that you left the state driving and you were a kid and you kind of had this expectation? Did you ever feel that way when you were a kid? Because we would always, you know, you're in school, you always do it on the maps. Yeah. And you always see the shapes. And then when you, it comes to real life, and this was before GPS, okay millennial shout the fuck out if you were that kid that was in the passenger seat with a big ass map i used to know how to read a map can you believe this no. i can't fucking believe it what you my never... mom used to be able to be like which way do i go and i used to be able to tell her or i would tell her the wrong way and then we would have to pull over and <laughs> she would have to help me but yeah like back in the day back in the day okay like i was a little explorer yeah <laughs> like, that, and that's crazy to think because i mean even on a map like you gradually do have to then keep track yourself of where you're going because if one wrong exit 
you're going somewhere else and that's the thing is like you wouldn't know that you went the wrong way until you hit some kind of landmark something yeah yeah that's not like you could very much go in the wrong direction like for a little bit that's kind of like yeah, the no. craziness like, i mean i feel like that's happened to my mom and me before like me and my mom used to drive to mexico a lot and i remember when we were oh, a kid yeah. yeah like she took a different exit and i don't know how she realized she was going the wrong direction but she was like am i going the wrong way i was like yeah you're supposed to i guess she didn't take the dallas like way but we were going to fort worth so i guess it's not that different okay so i think we started talking about feminine energy and all that because I have been seeing a therapist for, I want to say, a good year now. Oh, my God. <gasps> it's crazy how fast time flies. I remember. Yes. <laughs> Lindsay, shout out. I fucking love her. I actually had a therapist before her. I don't even remember her name now that I saw for almost a year. And it took me a long time because she was basically the other one was basically my first therapist ever. And I didn't know what that experience really looked like. Yeah. And it wasn't until a couple things that I just felt like the way she would like respond or the way she would like handle certain information. Or she wasn't for you. Well, she was giving me pragmatic like solution based advice, which I totally get. But like. For me, I wanted to peel back layers like an onion, like yeah. Shrek, and yeah. know like why donkey. <laughs> why I'm a donkey? <laughs> no, wait. Why I'm an ogre? Ogres yeah. have layers. Why am I the way I am as an ogre? Yeah. And um, Lindsay was the one. She was referred to me. Referrals are the motherfucking way. And Thanks. she has like slowly but surely opened my eyes and i think that is the beauty of having a good therapist so just saying i promote i'm very much about therapy <laughs> yeah better help are you hearing this <laughs> we want to be sponsored by you bro <laughs> <laughs> no but for real um but anyway and talking through talking through i think what i initially came to her about i told her that i went to go see the new magic mike movie x not xxl oh the last stand or the last dance or something like that and i told her about like how almost like uncomfortable i was like i wanted to giggle I felt like a little kid, like a little schoolgirl. Why? <laughs> Just because there were some moments, like the horniest moment in that movie. It was so great. Don't get me wrong. And it was like 10-ish minutes. And I was like, these women were like howling in here. They were like, wow. They were going crazy, okay? And I will get I will get back to that. That take a take a bookmark there. But there were moments that I was giggling and no one was fucking laughing. Everyone was like, probably like bursting. And I was like, I just felt this urge to laugh. And I will say my thing is when I'm uncomfortable, I will like laugh to like yeah. alleviate it. And that includes if people are yelling at me, I will laugh because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't even know what to do here. Yeah. But I told her about it and I was like, you know, I feel like this little teenager and she's like started asking me questions about like well what are your views on sexuality and sensuality and blah 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 and like come to realize 
like I did not feel like it was something that could be safely expressed I guess you could say and that's why I felt like a teenager because like think about it when you were a teenager and you didn't know what to do with it you didn't know what you were feeling you didn't know these like you know whatever you're kind of like uncomfortable about it and like part of it is our society that we grew up in yeah and like especially being in texas deep south they our sex ed is abstinence only and um save it for marriage and you know for religious reasons and like you know kudos to the people who everyone has their own right to their beliefs and their views and whatnot but i will say it does get kind of tricky whenever you feel like you're ashamed of this thing this urge that you have this part of you that is part of you like if you think of yourself like as a gem gems have like many facets or like faces on them and this is a part of everybody yeah and for you to feel like oh this cannot be a part of me it is what can leave you feeling like something's missing but you don't know what yeah and tying this back to femininity or feminine energy feminine energy is what is responsible for creativity nurturing warmth like think about like warm honey expression like yeah expression experience like when you go outside for a walk and you're feeling the sun on your skin and you're like oh my gosh it's such a beautiful day this breeze is wonderful like i'm so glad i'm doing this walk for my stupid mental health okay you going for a walk you telling yourself that i'm going for a walk for my mental health that is a masculine type energy it's, it's thing. the logic build up to Be- it yes because it's a logic it's planning it's doing something for the goal yes and then feminine energy is relishing yeah, the experiencing the experience you know you're there for the experience part of it and um sexuality or sensuality does fall into that category as well because it's all about sensation and feeling and yeah in the being in the moment exactly yeah 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 because most of the times when people have like some kind of issues with sex itself it's because they're in their head they're not in the moment they're not in their body yeah the mask energy refuses to let go and allow the feminine feminine energy to like take over but in essence, this is not to say that it, this is like a one gender based thing. Like when we're talking about femininity right. and like this is everyone, everyone has this. Yeah. It, like regardless of what you think like or how you identify. Yeah. You have both present because feminine energy is also what speaking of experience, speaking of sensations. What does that mean? That means emotions fall under that. Yeah. I mean, it's like yin and yang. You're both. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, you're everything. Like, and this is not like excluding men. Like, men are like half feminine energy. But likewise, like, I didn't know until recently, like, all this information either. I mean, for the most part, you know, being gay, I'm like always like, oh, yeah, I'm a little femme. But (laughs) right. Yeah. But like, to then categorize things as like being in the moment, the experience of it, like, actually letting yourself enjoy experiences like that is actually a feminine trait like it is 
relishing in the family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the more that we were kind of like reading up or listening, we did a lot of, um, so my therapist recommended this one podcast. It's called Your Highest Self by Sahara Rose. Shout out to her because it was a really good podcast. Really, really good. That one's definitely woo-woo, just to let you know. But she really like spelled it out in so many ways that made it more digestible. So So it got me thinking about how a lot of boys and men and obviously you can speak to this more than me. Yeah. But I did start to speculate. It kind of made me wonder if boys and men because of the way that society has this pressure on them. And I feel like it's definitely getting better. I don't want to make this sound like it's all gloom and doom and it's all hopeless because it's not. I think everything is slowly but surely going in the right direction. That they struggle sometimes because if society is pressuring them to be only masculine, toxic masculinity, and, you know, God forbid you tell them like, hey, tap into your feminine energy you could like almost literally never like a oh i would be like oh my god fuck no. you bro yes. like i don't know what the fuck literally. you're talking about like there is this guy an acquaintance that i would like come across at the gym and you know i guess we would like it'd be friendly and one time i was like because he's bisexual and i was just like i said something like okay sis like he was so offended mm. by me just calling him sis it's like to some guys, it is so, like, unfathomable to, like, just connect them to, like, any form of feminine trait or energy. So I see what you're saying. Right. Yeah. It's, like, very immediately offensive, immediately, like, yeah, reactive, yeah. highly reactive. And it's, like, why is that? Why does that make it less than, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you would have to <laughs> rename it yes repackage it remarket it but if they're being taught you're not supposed to cry you're not supposed to act this way yeah you're not you supposed know, to like deal with your not, emotions yeah if you're not supposed to like actually feel the emotions or get the fuck over it because you know hey you got to be a man you got to be a guy like you got to be a big boy whatever you want to call it that is an issue and that is causing an imbalance it for something that's already present within you and for you to completely i mean it's the same thing as like the sexuality you know sensuality thing it's like this is a facet of you and you can't deny that it's the, i mean you can but you're also going to wonder why there is this like underlying issue yeah something yeah. missing you feel it you feel it and you don't know what it is and i can't help but but think about like you know the shootings the shooters the people the men right because nine times out of ten it's going to be a man yeah and it's so sad because when you hear about these events you almost always know it's a guy you almost always know it's a it's a it's a dude and like people like to like make jokes and say like oh well you know, it's probably some guy who like lives in his mom's basement and is mad that the world's not going right for him and stuff. And it's kind of like, you know, I'm not saying that he's not accountable for his helped. actions, yeah. but at the same time, like 
yeah, the world isn't really made for him to fully embrace all parts of himself. Yes, because essentially, I mean, I just learned this too, but finally full circle that it is a patriarchy. We are raised in mostly an aspect of like what success is. Like it's like still masculine trait, like to have like the cars, the houses like goal-oriented things external things yeah when in reality even if you were to attain all that who's to say that you like that's fulfillment like fulfillment comes from the aspect of femininity that lets you enjoy like the common things like it doesn't have it could be anything like it could be the most simplest of things that you just enjoy but like you enjoy it and you relishing in the enjoyment of it is a feminine trait but like you said like i do think that's why like it is such a you know clash because same i mean i would have never thought that it was a feminine trait yeah right or utilizing your like feminine energy in order to enjoy these things and like let me be clear you can still say hey i want a million dollars like i want to be a millionaire right like use your masculine energy to make that goal but think about it with the other energy present in you right if you want to call it other energy versus feminine energy but like okay what am i shooting for i'm shooting for this feeling of fulfillment i'm shooting for this feeling of safety and comfort that i know i'm able to pay for the experiences that i want to experience i can go to the beach and enjoy the beach with my family or with my friends or i can do the europe trip i can do the trip to south korea shout out but you know like it's a goal orient you can use goal oriented thinking but also ask yourself what do i want to experience out of this do i just want to go there to say that i went there or do i want to go there because like for me right the south korea (laughs) example i comes from me because it's like me personally i'm half korean half mexican i've been to mexico i've seen my family and i love it there time just like slows the fuck down but i want to experience the other side of my heritage and my roots and i just like i do already feel like such a like like almost like a connection to that way of living and like that area and like their culture and whatnot but it's like i want to go because i know it'll feel a certain way yeah of course and so it's you want to tap into what am i trying to experience you know what am i trying to really feel out what sensations do i want do i want to eat the delicious street food smell all the fried foods hear the sounds of people speaking a language Uh, that i beautiful koreans I know. I got I got saying onto watching the um I used to watch all these videos on YouTube. Look it up. It's like ASMR but street food and it's just like markets and streets just full of people who have made it their life to make one single food item and they have perfected the yes, fuck out and of it. It looks so delicious. And it's so amazing to watch like how efficiently they will make the thing. Yeah. Like they know exactly what to do, when to flip it over. They put the sauce just so oh, it is so satisfying to watch. I mean, 
you want to talk about feminine energy, I will put those videos on because I know how it makes me feel. Yeah, but I will say I feel like you are really good about that. Like, I feel like you've always been really good about, yes, you tap into your masculine energy, which is like, you know, the construct of work and working your butt off and wanting to be successful. But at the same time, you give yourself those breaks where you take family trips, you go, you know, you've been to Seattle, you've been to Colorado, like, you take time out of your year to do that. And I feel like I have a problem with that. Because I mean, hustle culture is, quote, unquote, masculine energy. And it's just like, I guess I never realized I was in a constant state of it where Hmm. I always feel stuck, where I feel like the same way. I mean, I'm not like bro- like a brokey anymore like I used to be like after working so much and like finally having what I like want and have but it's still like this concept in my mind that if I'm not working like if I take more than two days off like my third day I'm like what am I doing with my life like I should be at work working getting money like yeah and that is not okay either because that is not life like when am I really ever going to experience like those experiences that I love? Like when I went to like Dustin with my family or Dustin, Dustin, Dustin with my family, like I loved it there. Like I literally, I know. Yes. I could. I was so tan. I loved it. I just (laughs) love the beach, love the environment. And I was just like, man, like I really need to do this more often. Like I really need to unplug and just like, let loose and like let the logical part of me the part of me that's always thinking the part of me that's always like trying to you know like i mean i want to be a millionaire i want to be the generational wealth for my family just because i feel like they've worked so hard coming to this country as immigrants Mm. and i don't know like i feel like they've done so much for me that like it would just be so beautiful to be able to give them the world, quote unquote. Um, yeah. But that, but who's to say that like you also can give them the world by just giving them experiences and quality time and like going yeah. places with them. Like that is also, you know, that. And I feel like I struggle with feeling like I'm not where I want to be yet. And until I do it, like that's when I think, quote unquote, I'll be happy and Mm. just to say if like even when I'm there that that would be enough and like I would be satisfied then like yeah I'm a millionaire now but like now I have to say sustain being a millionaire and like you know like it's a lot yeah and I feel like it's not entirely your fault in the sense that I feel like this time this period of time that we're currently in especially like with social media and all of that, it very much promotes that way of living. You know yeah. what I mean? Like constantly, yeah, it's great. It is great to want to grow and improve yourself and like leave a legacy behind and all of that. But if you're constantly focusing on the thing that's next, you are never enjoying where you are. And You know, I feel like it takes some hard, hard moments. For me, I have to stop myself when I'm feeling really, really, really bad or like hard on myself. I have to be like, okay, Morgan, I think of my inner child, my 12 year old self. If you told 12 year old Morgan 
that she got to work for herself. She did not have to ask anybody for permission to have time off, that she had two kids. She was able to take these kids and her husband on these trips and have these like really great experiences. And like, I also could afford to have three dogs. Yes, I have three dogs. Okay, I love the chaos. And I think 12 year old me would be so fucking overjoyed to hear like, yeah. what? No, you know, real. and like my job is to like make girls feel good and look pretty. And I also got to record a podcast with my best friend and yeah. like hang out with my best friend every week to watch like shows and talk about shit like that. I can talk about shows. I fucking love talking about shows. Okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I just think it's so cool. And it's like you have to take that step back. To recognize where you are and be like holy shit that's pretty cool and that circling it all back i just did a crazy head thrash is enjoying relishing the experience and like giving credit to where you are currently because again as much as it's so 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 great to not be stagnant and to like want better for yourself it can be hard because of the other side of that coin or like the double-edged sword, whatever phrase you want to <laughs> use here, is that it can be easy to forget just how much you have already accomplished. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, I think I was talking to my brother one day and he was just like, I forgot I was bitching about something and he was like, but bro, like, look at everything you've done. Like, mm -hmm. you oh, went, see, and sometimes yeah. it takes other people who like, yeah, really care to, about you yeah to like show you that like he was right like i mean i have my own like personal business like like you said like i mean if i don't want to work i actually don't have to like you know like i can set my own schedule like i have a job that allows me to bring my dog to work with me yeah and like little mascot yeah i have like my own house like you know all the things too that like should be enough and it's like yes yeah, sometimes like i have to do the same thing like i have to just like take a step back and really be like i mean it is okay to keep wanting more but like also like you know it's about just moving forward taking it day by day step by step like it doesn't have to like happen overnight it doesn't have to be now but i mean for example like i have other things i want to do but i'll do them at a pace that will also not burn me out because i mean right when you think about it like going to work yes i'm a lash artist and i get to like sit down to do work and stuff but i mean creativity still like becomes really exhausting at the end of the day where you know like all i want to do after work is just chill like i don't want to yeah like... just like anything i mean it is a job yeah it is and a job. creativity it is it can be draining and i mean like if this is if somebody listening is has an office job where they write emails and whatnot like even those interactions i can imagine would be draining you know your problem solving that's draining and it's it might be different it might be from the other side of the brain or the other type of energy you know a different bucket that you're pulling from but it is tiring regardless of where you're yeah pulling that you're from. still expending energy yeah either way yeah, yeah but um, something that could be helpful, you know, in times that like the mask energy or like, you know, the planning or the logic, let's say, oh, here's a good example that a lot of us can relate to when you make plans ahead of time. And when those plans come up, let's say it's to go to brunch 
uh, next weekend. And whenever it's next weekend, you're like, oh my fucking God, I forgot I told them I was going to go to brunch and oh, I don't want to get up and blah, 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 blah. And you're kind of like resenting the fact that you have to follow through <laughs> on these plans. Yeah, I know that feeling. <laughs> Something that I remind myself and, you know, case by case, yeah, for sure. But something that I remind myself is, okay, I hate the idea of like getting my ass up and forcing myself to get ready, spick span, be on a schedule, show up at a place at a certain time. But I love how I feel after I've connected with people that I really care about. Yeah, of course. And like nurturing that relationship. It feels, and... it feels like a chore at first. Yes. Like something that like, oh my God, like it's my day off. I just want to relax. Right. Oh yeah. And then as an adult, yeah, it's always going to be in your time, your available time to do anything else. Yeah, of course. So yeah, on your available time, you're like doing this thing, taking time, you know, away from just like relaxing. But then, no, yeah, I totally get it. Like I feel like for every experience that like, I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to go anymore. And then I went. I just had a blast and I had a great time. And it's like, uh, why am I like this? You know. No. But, you know, life is all about balance and you're never going to find you might find the balance. And then the next day you might not have it at all. You're like, fuck me. Like, yes. this is just every day is different. It's not always going to be good. It's not always going to be absolutely terrible either. And it's not always going to be so easy. Yeah, calibrate. I mean, that's just, that's life. Yeah, true. Um, but, you know, I mean, I feel like little things that could help you, like, sleep well, that's one. Like, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I saw this TikTok, and I was like, this makes so much sense. He was like, oh, I thought it was really depressed. And then I went outside, and I realized I just needed sunshine and some vitamin d and i get enough water so i'm basically just a really complicated plant yeah and yeah yeah for sure yeah it's like That's the little the things thing. yeah oh, and yeah. i mean little things that could help too is just like when you are in the moment just be in the moment like don't think about it too much don't add on anything extra to it just enjoy it just be there if you're with your friends enjoy it even if you have to tell yourself you know what this might be a good story later. Yeah, for sure. Whatever you need to do to convince yourself. But I feel like once you know, once you kind of become aware of something, it does start to pop up in your mind a little bit more. Like the more you kind of like think about it and whatnot. And like, obviously you don't want to overthink, but you do become more aware. I am so much more aware of my emotions and like, I just feel like once you become aware of certain concepts, your brain will start to more often, you're, you're setting new neural passageways, neural paths in your brain. Yeah. And the more you use it, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. Yeah. And you will become more aware of these moments and these moments where you can mindfully, consciously choose, okay, am I doing this for the experience? Am I doing this because I feel like I have to? Am I, you know, whatever. Yeah. I agree. Okay, so 
should we start talking about some stuff that we're watching or did you want to share about this exciting moment you had <laughs> well, i don't know about exciting but um, it was excitable uh yes i mean all the emotions were definitely at peak but um okay the event was almost going to jail almost going to jail yes um, knock on some wood right now i have never been to jail neither has saint yeah though i mean i was not totally like you know at the moment i actually i feel like i was way more calmer than i really thought i was i thought i was gonna be crying or something but now like i would say it after the fact of the event i did feel like i had a shutdown moment where like all my emotions just like went to zero and i was just like in this like zombie sad mood where i was just like wow that was like so weird that that just happened but is this like after you got off with the ticket and everything yeah okay yeah so basically what happened honestly it was really random like i said like i had just left work um i would it's like the service road next literally to my job to the strip where i work by and yeah like he just randomly pulled me over didn't tell me why um he was like asked he just asked me for my license and my insurance and i was like i was reaching back and he was like whoa whoa, whoa. and i was like oh well sorry officer i'm just trying to grab my license i'm like i'm gonna dig into my bag is that okay and then he let me or whatever and then I was pretending to look for my insurance because I didn't have insurance. I have insurance <laughs> now, but I didn't have insurance that day. And I was just pretending to look for it, hoping that he'd be like, oh, I just look it up in like whatever his computer or whatever they have. But uh, no, that didn't happen. He actually said something on his little walkie. And then I guess he had called reinforcements and or a backup. And like, yeah, so another cop car pulled up and... He was like, well, I smell Mary Jane in your car. And he dead as like, opened my door. Like he unlocked my door, took me out, put me against my trunk. Poor Lou. Lou was probably like, my dad, where is he going? <laughs> no, Lou was like totally oblivious to anything that was going on. That's was his just, baby like, Shiba Inu. Yeah, he was just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just chilling. Like he was just literally looking everywhere else. Like he was just looking. He wasn't even looking at you outside. Well, I think he was, saw the interaction between, like, the cop, but I just don't think he, like, was, like, you know, like, aware that I was, like, gonna go to jail. But yeah, basically, he just, like, put my I put my hands up. He told me to lock my fingers. Wow. Patted me down. Then put me, like, in front of his, like, cop car, and I waited with the other cop. And like, Were you, like, laying on the hood? No, nah, I was just sitting, like, on the bumper. And okay basically like the other cop was like trying to be nice to me and like good be friendly. Cop. yeah trying to be a good cop and like the other one was like searching my car and um yeah he was trying to i don't know like i don't trust cops in general and i feel like it was very framey i guess from like you know talking to like cody your husband about like his experiences and like you know, he was just like never admit anything and that was literally the only thing that was going through my head like i'm not gonna admit anything like i don't care what you find like yeah i was just not gonna say anything and like after he was being nice to me 
he almost like his demeanor changed and it was like a bad cop switch and it was just like are you nervous like because like he found something like and i think at one point he he was like trying to be rude about it and i was like no i'm like nervous because i got pulled over i didn't get told why i was pulled over and then he took me out of my car i'm waiting in like in front of a cop car with you and like why else would i be nervous like i already don't like you and like you don't think like that is enough to make anyone nervous like i already don't like police like so like to even be standing near one so closely and like for one to be so fake to me and be like pretending to like be my friend like what was i supposed to do pretend to be your friend like no like i don't care i don't want to talk to you like i don't have to talk to you and uh whatever he came back and i mean i had my pipe and my grinder or whatever and um <gasps> they took it right yeah they took them and um i mean honestly i hadn't really been smoking anymore um i had just stopped for a while like i feel like i had enjoyed drinking more so like honestly what i had was <laughs> just because like one of my clients tips me that way and i just like had these like baggies of it and it was not even like a gram of it it was just like you know like a little bit and i feel like that was really the reason just a little nugget yeah i feel like that was really the reason why he really couldn't take me to jail but not only that like one of my friends told me that they just decriminalized it either way like this past weekend so i feel like they didn't really have any right to take me either way but yeah like he at first did come up to me and was like do you have anyone that can come pick up your dog and i was like why and he's like, because you're going to jail. And I was just like, oh shut. God. Yeah. And he was like, uh, I was just kind of frozen in like time. Like, I literally feel like I left my body. I was just looking down at the situation. I mean, this was my life in the moment. And like a chilling, sobering moment. Yeah. And <sighs> I mean, I would have thought I'd be like more of a wreck. But honestly, like, he was like, do you have anyone to call? So I called my brother. My brother didn't pick up. And I was not going to call my parents because I was like, I I just didn't want to involve them. Not that they wouldn't help, but I just didn't want them to feel disappointed in me. Yeah. And then I was like, well, the only other person that I feel like I could call was you. So I called you um, because you are closer, um, like in distance too. So like they would be willing to wait a while until you got there because you... Um, it was not only to take like lube and my car and like my belongings because I was going to like leave you my phone. I was going to ask you if you could contact all my clients to see if they could just reschedule because I was going to jail. Yeah, because you still had two work days that were after that would have been right after this. Yes. And I mean, I mean, I do have a friend that has gone and I mean, at least for him, it was like a 24 hour period. So I wasn't even sure what it really meant for me just because i know there's had there has been like like what kind of time frame you would have been working with yeah and i know like sometimes like i mean we've well i've seen unjust cases of like marijuana just like across time where like they give people like a crazy amount of time for like weed when it's like oh, scary. i don't know i just yeah it's scary because it's like i just think it's the laws are so stupid for it to be legal in one state and like totally different in another like territory like within the same country like but also on a federal level to still not be legal 
Yeah. That's the kind of the crazy part, right? No, for real. It's so crazy. So I didn't really know what the time frame of that was going to look like. I wasn't really that scared because I've like seen plenty of people like go and come out and they're fine. You know, I mean, I feel like, yeah, there's probably parts of it that were going to be degrading. But I mean, honestly, I was just more concerned about what would happen to Lou, what would happen to like my clientele. Like, you know, I just I don't know. And I called you and I did feel bad because like (laughs) I'm putting all this pressure on you all of a sudden. And you just sounded so happy when you answered. (laughs) I was like, hello. (laughs) Yeah, you're just so excited. And I feel like immediately like I shut that excitement down. I was like listen i'm going to jail like i need you to come and like you were like oh my god yes yes. i was like what the fuck and you were like no yeah so um can you come and they're gonna wait and i remember i was like i was just chilling at home cody and the girls were out they were out on a little cute little family outing i had just come home from work and i'm like oh my gosh my best friend's calling hello and then you're like, Morgan, I'm going to jail. <laughs> so I was like, as soon as you said, I need you to come pick up Lou, I was like up and I was forcing my way to the front door, getting the keys because when it comes to like panic, I freeze like fight, flight or freeze. I'm a freezer 100% of the time. And I hate that, but it is what it is. Yeah. But I was like, no keep going it's not about you it's about lou go go and yeah so i was like okay okay send me your location i'm on my way oh yeah i've got you like i was ready to go yeah no for sure and i could definitely appreciate that just because i mean after the fact i literally called you like i literally had just hung up the phone with you and like he comes back and talks to me and he's like oh well i'm just gonna give you a ticket like and then the other one was like yeah that would probably be like the better like the better play out for you like without troubling you so much i'm like without troubling me so much like you're still giving me a ticket like but he was like well i mean your car could have been towed if we didn't wait like they could have taken your dog to like animal control would have gone him and like you know it was just like unnecessary things he was telling me and i was <laughs> just like so over it i was just like can i go now then like you just gave me the ticket and yeah they let me go and i called her and i was like no I'm good. I'm on my way home. Yeah, that was so weird. Because I will say, when he first called me, he did not specify why he was going to jail. And I didn't ask because that wasn't the time. I knew I was on a time limit. But I didn't know why he was going to jail. But obviously, it's serious. So when he calls me back, I'm literally sitting in my driveway. I had just went put it into reverse. And he calls me back. And he's like, they let me go. I'm. I just got a ticket. I'm like is this a trick? Is this for real? Because I never heard of that happening. And um, so I was like, okay, you need to text me the minute that you are driving home because I have a hard time believing this. And I sat in my car until I got the text that you were driving home. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I had a hard time believing it too, that (sighs) I was going to jail. Like when he took me out of my car, I was like, I'm going to jail. Like I automatically in the back of my mind, like I feel like when I was waiting on top of that, like, bumper of his car, like, I literally just took a breath, like, a deep breath, and I tried to, like, get in a meditative state immediately, and I was like, 
universe if you are listening to me please give me a better outcome and that was so wow weird. yes it was kind of weird but at the same time like i said like i feel like he just i don't think i had probable cause to like really actually take me in because i feel like once he saw the amount that i had either way like you know i think like in tarrant county either way like even before that law like it has to be like either a specific amount of ounces or i think it was like under two grams like they'll just like let you go so it was just like if he would have done the most he was really just being an asshole mm. yeah oh my i'm God. just so glad it did not yeah you and me both i mean i go guess there. i will take a ticket over going to jail but i mean honestly like mm. i still to this day don't know why he pulled me over um he didn't tell me um honestly like i I could have obviously gone for worse because, like I said, I didn't have insurance. He could have got me on not having insurance. Um, My tags were out of my car, which is what my brother thinks the reason why Mm, I was pulled over. Gotcha. Um, So it could have been the tags, insurance, and drug paraphernalia that I could have gotten citations for. But Mm. I feel like out of the worst evils, I still got the best outcome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Universe came through. Thank you. Like, literally (laughs) in that moment, I felt like, I just like had to pull it together and I was like, no, like this cannot be my destiny. So crazy. I, I think I've told Cody before, like if I have to sit in jail, just let me sit in jail because I don't want you to be like taking out bonds to save little old me. (laughs) Because I mean, if I'm being honest, if I ever go to jail, it's not going to be for something big. Like that's a big deal. Yeah, but girl. Let me tell you, I don't want to go to jail ever. I am just too soft, too sweet. Honestly, I was just like, oh, if I did go to jail, either way, this would be great content for the podcast. I'm but dead. no, you know who is someone that was like so adamant about going to jail? Like oh, she was willing to go to jail. Stop. My mom. Ah. Yes, because for a time she had like an X amount of tickets that she was not willing to pay. and She, she was, was like, like, y'all can let me sit. I do not yes, care. She, I get it. She really said I that. She it. was like, I will go to jail. And she was like, how many days do I have to do? Like, a week? Like, I'll go do that. I'm like, mom, like, what? I've heard you can do a deal where, where you, like, check yourself in on the weekend, sit your time, and then you they let you out so you can work, and then you come back next weekend until you serve your time. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a friend, and, like, her boyfriend was doing that, like... <laughs> Yeah, like, I think four days, like, one week, and then, like, he did, like, three more, was transferred somewhere else, and did three more, and, like, he was done. Like, that was... Nice! Yeah. Crazy. No, for all. I can't imagine being a... Like, I can imagine a day, maybe, in jail, but, like, after a week, like, I'm just, like... Oh, my God, is time even real? I feel like I would just be in the corner there, like... Future (laughs) With the fluorescent lighting (laughs) that never turns off. Who knows? Maybe they do turn it off. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but that was pretty much, like, the actual highlight of my week. So exciting. No, literally. Are you watching anything? Seeing anything cool? John Wick comes out this week, so we have to go see that. John Wick, definitely. It very, very Joel vibe, so, of course, I'm down to watch. I love John Wick. I love how unstoppable he is. Like, no matter. Yeah, it's like that aspect of, like, untouchable. Untouchable. But you know what, though? You know what I really appreciate about the John Wick movies? Because did you you saw the first one. No, you saw the yes. second one, too. Yeah, I saw the first you one. You just didn't so. see the third third one. Because mm. you told me the end of the second one. 
Oh, okay. But did you and see? I think you said the third one was like. Oh, with Halle Berry, and she has the dogs, the Malinois. I love and that. him being like chased by all these like. Oh, from the high table. Yeah. Yes. So, oh, the thing that I like about John Wick, though, that man gets his ass beat. Like he will get stabbed, he will get hurt, but he keeps going. And that endurance, that stamina, and that ability to stay calm and like methodical is like yeah. amazing. And you know what? That makes me think of Physical 100. If y'all haven't checked out Physical 100 on Netflix, the entire thing is on there now. It is a Korean game show where 100 people come and they are trying to find the perfect physique. And they don't mean that in a superficial way of what this person's body looks like. No, they it's mean what, capable of. what that physique is capable of. And they have so many tests to test out the different aspects of having a good physique. And like for instance the first challenge and they do start with 100 people it kind of gives you squid game vibes um but the first challenge is this huge metal contraption is dangling is over a pit of water and all the people have to hold themselves up and it's just all about like how long can you hang up on there and when i tell you there is a huge spectrum of bodies and shapes and capabilities and sizes like there are these men that are freaking enormous enormous there's a guy in there who won like the the korea's strongest man competition and then there are people who are like ice climbers or they're in the olympics for gymnastics or they are dance choreographers or whatever whatever they're all amazing and like the thing that you kind of come to realize after watching all of these challenges is these people are so amazing of what they are capable of doing but also what they are like willing to do if that makes sense because if i ask you can you hold a hundred pound boulder over your head for two hours oh my god was it two hours i feel like they held that shot spoiler yeah one of those challenges was like holding this like it was four people four people who were gonna hold this boulder and like think of atlas you know atlas the statue the greek mythology atlas he had the punishment where he had the world on his back yes and that was basically like it was that's what it was based on and they yep. had to hold this like giant boulder and until the last person was standing yes and it was like a ridiculous amount of time it's like I just can't even imagine like the soreness or like how your body even feels after the fact of doing right. like whether oh, you yeah. whether you win or come in second place or like even third or fourth like just the aspect of like carrying this for like even more than a minute I'm just like yeah I'm done. Yeah. yeah. And one of the contestants it was four people one of them couldn't even get it up on their back and they were almost immediately out. Yeah. And because the point was to like you had to hold it um i don't think it was necessarily like on top of your back but obviously but you have to hold yeah. it up and it was a huge sizable boulder so yeah. there's almost no other way to comfortably to hold, it. hold it yeah because if you're holding it. it like just with your hands like and arms there's yeah, no you way. are like out within seconds because it's way too heavy so like carrying it on your shoulders on your back would be the most logical way to like steadily like stay there and honestly 
the second person out was the one that I thought it was going to win just mm-hmm. because his physique was, he was like insane, insane. Like he was this like really buff, like muscly guy. Like he was lean, but no, like he was like the second one out. Yep. And then those last two, that's when it becomes a mental game. Like sure. Yes. It's about endurance and it's about that strength. But it becomes mental more than anything is what I think. And that's the thing that I kind of like overlooked going into this show because it's called physical 100, right? But my God, like these people are capable of the most amazing things. If you want to look at some gorgeous, gorgeous, you know, people, gorgeous bodies, like just being amazed at what people can do. Yes, like, the capabilities of like that just show people in general. is a good one, and it's like each episode's like thirty minutes. They have insane cliffhangers at the end of each one, so it's really really easy to binge. Yeah. Um, I started watching you the last season. I kind of heard some mixed reviews. Did you ever? Um, I saw the first one, and then I think I start tried to start the second one, but I was so lost. And okay. I was just like, uh, I'm kind of like not in the trend of it. Mm. Yeah. And he's cute, but you know. I mm. love Pim Badgley. Yeah. I love him, and I feel like he does such a good job in this role. Um, I never watched Gossip Girl, but that's like where what he's known for. Exactly. Yeah. But oh my gosh, like I think I watched the first season. Might have started the second or watched the second season, and then I found out they were books. So I read all the books. So there's three books. So three season one, two, three, they do change it, um, but you can tell they kind of they were making an adaptation of the books with their own creative spin on it. And now season four, which they did the two part release um, that they did with Ozark as well, but. I will say I have never heard so many people give me such mixed reviews Really? on the last season. Yeah, a lot of people like I feel I hear a lot of like, I don't like it. And then I hear a lot of, well, they did something different. And so far I'm on episode six. So I'm already on to the second half um, of the season. And so far, like, I'm happy with what they're doing. I feel like it's still very much like Joe is still Joe. And mm-hmm. I feel like he's <laughs> always, every season, I feel like he's always tried to be better. He's we always did it, Joe. We did, did it, it <laughs> Joe. But I, I feel like he's always trying to do better. He wants to be better. He doesn't want to be a killer. He doesn't want to think that he's just a killer. He thinks he does it for the right reason, which is for love. And so in this last season, spoiler alert, um, you know, I feel like, well, I don't even know if this is a spoiler because it's still a pretty broad statement. But so far, I'm not upset with it. Um, it's definitely completely gone from the books now, although they did bring a character from the books that was never introduced in season three. So I was like, oh, cute. So they're making a little nod to the books. But I'm happy with it so far. I'm interested to see how it ends. Maybe depending on the ending it might change my feelings about it but i'm i'm happy yeah i'm a happy girl for me the two things that i've seen recently oh my god i'm obsessed with this show it, my mom put me on it oh yes yes it's a korean like it's like a korean love drama it's also funny and like a it's one action-y. of the big ones really yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that yeah. um, but it's called 
um, crash landing onto you. Uh, it's just based of like this like beautiful Korean like boss ass bitch who like has her own company and like she's doing this like um, advertising campaign and she's like paragliding and like all of a sudden a tornado hits and she ends up in North Korea and oh, no. um, yes literally and it just go, like goes from there but uh, at first I I didn't really I was just like my mom I can't believe she's seen it like four or five times so yeah after that I just I've been hooked I've been watching it like consistently but apart from that I also saw Scream this past weekend Scream <gasps> 6 oh yeah is it gonna be the last one do you think or um I don't know you, you feel know? like they the way that it ended it could possibly like if they really wanted to um I feel like those could always be continued if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah like, it does and to be honest I mean I feel like I've only well I've only really seen the first one maybe one of the next ones that happened after that um the one with emma roberts i think i saw that one but then like this is the only other one i've seen and i would say i'm not really a big like horror fan just because slasher movie yeah i just like uh like even like the jason movies and like seeing people just like being killed for no reason oh like, it's so brutal yeah and just like how ghostface just kills and like i don't know like i just feel like it's not something that i like to like actively see though i will say it i mean i originally agreed to go because um jenna was gonna be in that ortega. movie yeah jenna ortega wednesday um, love her yeah literally like she is gorgeous and um she is just so good in that movie and um yeah scream six was actually very surprising like i really actually enjoyed it wow yeah so like even as someone i mean i should not say that i don't like horror movies i just feel like i've seen so many recently that uh, i just need to stop saying that i'm not a horror fan because i feel like slowly but surely like i've been enjoying the genre more but it's not my first choice yeah Yeah. no i totally get that because you know what i would never say i'm an imagine dragons fan but do i like every fucking song i hear from imagine dragons yeah same for Harry Styles. I never would have been like, oh, I'm a Harry Styles fan. But do I like every song that I hear from him? Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, literally. We just don't identify like that, though. Yeah, we don't. And that's okay. I'm more of like an anime girl. I love anime movies. Or anime? Shows. Yeah. You know, I saw this um, thing that said people with higher IQs enjoy anime because the stories and plot lines are so much more complex gotcha so kudos no yeah definitely because i fall off the wagon every time Mm. i love it and i love the culture behind it and i just i'm 100 about it i did start chainsaw man i still never watched the last one yeah the last two that have been released but um i always will yeah there's a few i mean i know you fell off attack on titan too but Attack on Titan is another one that is so good. Um, they just released recently, like, I think two weeks ago. Um, it's, like, called The Last Season, but it's been called The Last Season for, like, the past two seasons. But they release like, an hour-long episode, and then the next episode won't be till the fall. 
So gotcha. they just like keep giving you little by little, but they don't like mm. give you the full thing. Little breadcrumbs, little yeah, treats literally. in between. That Demon Slayer, I know like, well, I love Bleach, but I have not seen the new Blood War, but that's on Ooh. my, they're all on my list to eventually watch. Yeah. Blue Lock, it's a soccer one, a soccer anime, and that one's really good too. I saw the manga um, walking around Barnes & Noble today. Yeah, it surprises me. It's just, I know it's about soccer and like, I mean, soccer sounds fun, but I've never been like, oh my God, I'm gonna like the rest of the world when the World Cup is going, like I'm actively like paying attention to who's winning, like I don't care. But, yeah. you know, like, I was surprised that I really did love Blue Log. It's actually a really good anime. Well, because I would imagine that it's about the camaraderie between the boys on the team. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and then like, you get to see them like do badass stuff because let's be honest, we love to as much as like, you know, I'm not myself a sports girl. I am just as amazed about how I was talking about physical 100 watching these people do these things yeah. with their bodies and like that's their you know they're living their best life to be honest they're yeah, moving their real. bodies every day they have this like social you know group and who was who they called iron man what are you talking about iron man the guy he was like he was in in one of those last challenges that was pushing the boulder from one side to the other and i was the one i was training for him because he was so fine oh the one that looked like david from um lilo and stitch with the hair yes he's so gorgeous so gorgeous we're gonna watch john wick i do kind of want to get you to watch megan because i've watched it with my daughter <laughs> she's a self-identifying horror fan scary movie fan so i was like this is as good as i can do with you <laughs> yeah and we watched megan together cody didn't even watch with us but i actually really enjoyed it. it it feels like a modern take on chucky which i've never really watched the original chucky and yeah. i never will but it was actually, it was pretty good. And there are some pretty funny moments. So I kind of want to get you and Cody to like sit down with me and watch it and hear your thoughts on it. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm totally down. You Sweet. know, I love watching. Well, it's more so the aspect of the gathering. And yes. Like, you know. I love watch parties. Yeah, literally. That. All right. Well, thank you for coming to content and chill with us. Yes, we were your hostess. Hostesses with the mostesses. Same. Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Love you. Bye. <laughs>